0: Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage for the second time. Uh, my friend and colleague, Gary Johnson with LinkedIn for Lawyers. Gary, how are you doing this morning? I am great, Alay. It is a pleasure and an honor to be on your podcast twice. I think you were the first two-time guest that I've had. You might, you might have beaten out Steve and I'm not sure. I'll yes. we'll have to go back and take a look.
1: <laughs> that is my goal in my life, is to always beat Steve Fretz.
0: <laughs> but we'll have him back before too long, I guarantee it. Um, so, hey, LinkedIn for Lawyers. What does that mean exactly? So LinkedIn for lawyers is a
1: platform that we have put together to help out attorneys because I think we can all agree that attorneys need a whole lot more time. And we've developed a system for attorneys to help them grow their practice through LinkedIn. Um, so it is, it's, it's a passion of ours, um, that we have in regards to making it easy. And also very, very efficient and intentional uh, okay. for
0: attorneys. So let me jump in here and ask, what is the number one benefit of uh, of attorneys using LinkedIn to build their business? Save time. Awesome. I
1: mean, uh, the, that's the biggest one is the save time. Okay. Uh,
0: by far. So here's the next question I'm sure they'll come up is a lot of attorney entrepreneurs listening are probably scratching their heads going, but wait, I thought LinkedIn was what you used for, you know, networking and job searches. Uh, not for business development. So tell us a little bit about the evolution of the platform and why now is a good time to be using it for BizDev.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're not wrong in regards to thinking that way because LinkedIn was originally made for recruiters to help with job searches. So what it did was it put recruiters together with people who are looking for jobs. And and what happened over the years is the evolution came where CEOs and other business owners were looking at this going, we can actually network through this, and we could build new relationships with people so that we could not only recruit, but also be able to provide our services for them or products to them. And um, and they they just got wise on it. I mean, there's over 830 million users on LinkedIn, and it is, I would consider it the best business-oriented social media platform out there uh, because. The other stat that totally blew me away is four out of five LinkedIn users actually drive business decisions. And that's a really important element because no other platform out there has those same sort of statistics. And also two-thirds of millionaires engage on LinkedIn on a regular basis. So it's just turned into this wonderful business platform, um, if used correctly.
0: And that's... I had no idea. That's really cool. Um I'm so glad you and I are collaborating on this together because I get to learn all this cool stuff. Um, One of the interesting things about LinkedIn that I, you know, questions I get when I talk about using LinkedIn for business development is this idea of sales navigator and, and paying for sales navigator, paying for premium subscription versus just using the free base version of LinkedIn. So when you talk about using LinkedIn for biz dev, talking about the free version or the premium or the sales navigator, tell us more. Good question. It is for the free one. Um, because
1: the premium and sales navigator both have um great assets to them, and uh, great benefits to use them. But we have found that it also complicates things up quite a bit, which then allows attorneys to say, "Oh, I can't use this because I'm not using, I'm only using five percent of the full thing on it. And we actually recommend to our um, attorney clients, to not sign up for premium. You can save your money in regards to that because you don't necessarily need it. Um, there are certain cases where you do, but I would say 98% of attorneys don't need it.
0: That's really, really cool. And I totally agree with you. I mean, you can do most of what you need to do using the free version. If you think about you know, the benefits of business development um, using LinkedIn versus other forms of business development, you mentioned the key, the key benefit for attorneys is that it saves them time. How does it actually do that?
1: Well, there's a couple of different ways. One is when you are out networking in person, you have to travel there. You have to then kind of search the room. You have to um, engage with people. And typically, when you go to like a networking event, you'll engage with three, four, five people, depending on how long it is. And these are new people. These aren't people that you currently know. Well, with LinkedIn, you've got this powerful search engine that allows you to increase your network. And so therefore, by building referral sources and potential clients into your network, it just kind of frees you up to be able to do other things because you can connect with somebody in a matter of 30 seconds um, and start to build a relationship with them. Um, and so you don't have to go
0: all over the place one of the issues is that we don't want to come off as appearing sleazy. We don't, we don't want to be no. that person that does that little LinkedIn message. Hey, I saw your profile on LinkedIn and I'd really love to add you to my network. And the next moment, boom, there comes the pitch, right? We don't want to do that. So right. um, how do you work with attorneys to do that in a way that's not sleazy or cheesy?
1: Well, I mean, the first thing is you're, you are you go to the basics of building relationships. So you sending out a connection request to somebody who you don't know yet. And you start to build that relationship once they accept it. But it's not pitching anything. It's all about building a relationship and it's trying to figure out what sort of commonalities that you have with this individual. And always think of it as a marathon as opposed to a sprint. So a marathon is a longer term. It takes takes time to build these relationships. The big mistake that you just talked about was you start to pitch somebody immediately. That's not building a relationship. That is building a transaction. Big difference between the two. One is um, all about thoughtfulness. And the other one is just about pitch, 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 pitch. You know, let's just, just dive right into it. Here's what I have to offer. I could care less about you. Let's go. It's all about me. We take a totally different approach where you make it all about the other person as opposed to you.
0: That's a really cool concept. And I guess that's why you do this work with attorneys is to help them figure out what that approach looks like. Right. So they can do that in a way that focuses on the relationship and and plays the long game. That makes, yep. that makes a lot of sense. Um, what are some of the key mistakes that you've seen attorneys make when they try to use LinkedIn for networking or for business development?
1: Well, I would say one of the biggest mistakes is not having a target audience. The target audience is one of the most important things because if you don't know who you're supposed to be connecting with, well, then you just haphazardly be uh, sending out connection requests. It is really important to have that target market. And so that is one of the key mistakes that most people made. The other one is to optimize their, uh, not optimizing your profile. There's a few different things that you can do on your profile to actually make it so it's optimized so that when somebody shows up, they actually get a good first impression. They know who you service, what you do for them, and what are the biggest benefits, um, that you offer to your clients. Um, and, uh, when you have that, when you know what your target audience is and you know, uh, or your profile is optimized, then the other one, the other big mistake is I only connect with people that I know. That's, that's a, that's a big mistake because you ever go to a live networking event looking to build new relationships and only talk to the people that you know? No, you talk to people you don't know because you want to start to build those relationships. This is the same thing, but it's a whole lot easier to start that conversation with them. So sending out connection requests to people you don't know yet, but you want to get to know. And when you have that, if you have that mindset of, oh, I have to know everybody, that's a big mistake. Um, that, that a lot of people do. And then I would say probably the last one is, and this is, I shouldn't say the last one, but another big mistake is not having a plan. We find that um, one of the biggest benefits to save time with LinkedIn lawyers is the fact that they have a plan. They know when they open up LinkedIn, they know exactly what they're going to do as opposed to, I just randomly go all over it. That. It is a waste of time, a lot of time, because we go down rabbit holes. We're like, oh, oh look, so and so. Oh, they're connected with so and so. What's that person doing now? And then, da, 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 and then two hours later, you're like, I just got nothing done. I got nothing accomplished. When you have a plan, you stick to that. You're intentional and focused with your actions. You can spend a, a fraction of the time and get more done in that fraction of the time.
0: So, yeah, and I wanted to go back to that because you mentioned one of the benefits of LinkedIn is saving time. Yet, when I hear all these things you're talking about, it sounds pretty complicated. It sounds like it takes a lot of time. And when I've talked to other LinkedIn experts, the things that they kind of unpack, it's simply not possible for an attorney to do everything that a typical LinkedIn expert tells them to do. It's almost like, you know, the the expert is positioning themselves, overloading the attorney with stuff, and then saying, well, I can do it for you type of thing. And so in your experience, how important is that plan, having that plan in place to unlocking the benefits of using LinkedIn to save time? It's vital
1: because when you do that, um, it, it does make things a whole lot easier because you're right. There's just so many people that go, oh, you got to do this and this and this and this. And it just becomes overwhelming. It's like, my God, we've simplified this down to give them just the crux. I mean... You and I have been studying LinkedIn and working with attorneys for a very, very long time. We understand what they should be using and what they shouldn't be using. And by by tapping into our experience and our know-how, it enables attorneys to be like, okay, I just got a cheat sheet. I just got the, uh, what did they used to call that when we were kids? Cliff note. Um, cliff notes of books. Oh, we're you know, dating ourselves totally. Totally are. <laughs> But, but it, it just gives you this um, roadmap of how can I be successful very quickly and very efficiently. And so what we do is we take the noise out of all of that and make it very
0: simple. For you. That's really cool. And I've been on LinkedIn now for about 25 years, maybe a little bit longer, and been coaching attorneys on using LinkedIn as part of their business development toolbox for about 10. What, what is, uh, is your experience like, Gary?
1: I've only been on LinkedIn for two months. And I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was one of those early adopters. And I remember back mid-2000s, I really started to adopt LinkedIn, um, mainly because I was trying to use it for a recruiting tool and um, and hiring a bunch of people. And I very, very quickly realized this is a great tool to build new relationships and this is one of the biggest key things that I utilize with my clients too for their business development, um, because we would find that most referral sources and/or potential clients are on LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, well, let's circle back to that that question about uh, target audience or target market. Um, in your experience, you know, you may be talking to attorneys that come to you and say, "Oh, yeah, I know who my I know who my target market is." When they say that and then you dig deep with them, how often um, do they end up really being dialed in on their target market from the get-go? What I mean by that is there may be things you uncover that get them to revamp their target market. I'm just trying to get some sense of how often they come in having the market defined the right way and how much they come in thinking they have the market defined the right way. But after working with you, they realize they have to make significant changes.
1: Yeah, I would say it's Uh, 50-50. Actually, yeah, almost 50-50 in regards to they think they do. 50% say they think they do, and 50% say, I've got no target market at all. Oh, Um, really? Yeah, and then the ones that actually think that they do have a target market, when we start to dial it down, when I start to uncover it, we find that they are not niched uh, nearly enough. Um, You know, though. They'll be like, I'm a um, corporate transactional attorney. So great, What's your target market, businesses. Okay, that is too broad. That's way too broad. Let's, let's really dial that down. We want to dial it down in regards to either industry or um, geography or size of company. There's a lot of different ways that we want to do it. But we mostly are looking for where can they make the biggest impact? for their clients. And once we do that, then once you have that target audience, we also get the layer on top of that, which is who's your top referral sources? What type of uh, professionals send you? Because that's also a target audience as well. Because if you are, let's say an estate planning attorney and your top referral sources are financial advisors, those are the people that we want to go after Is the financial advisors. It's not the people, the potential clients, it's really your referral sources um, that you want to tap into. But everybody is a little bit different. And so we always customize it specifically for them.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought that up, mentioning multiple target markets. Um, Cause that was the next question I had in working with attorneys that oftentimes are going after multiple target markets. So a whole nother conversation if that makes sense or not, but for the ones that are, um, how you know i guess the question is are you able to incorporate multiple target markets whether it's clients and referral sources or different types of both into a linkedin strategy
1: absolutely you can um and we've gotten really creative um, at times where i had one client who had three different target markets um and every month what they would do is they would connect with that target market for a whole month And then the next month, they would do posts that were valuable to that target market. And while they're putting those posts out, they would then connect with a different target market. And then the next month after that, they would do posts for that. And so it worked out extremely well. And I also think that sticking to one or two target markets is the best because you don't want to confuse people. You don't want to be like, wait. I thought that you handled this and not this. You know, I I don't get it. Um, And so we want to make sure that it's making sense so that they're consistent with the type of stuff that they're putting out there um, to educate their,
0: their audience. And share with us a quick anecdote. If someone follows the playbook, the LinkedIn for Lawyers playbook, what kind of results can they expect?
1: Well, um, first of all and foremost, they can expect um, to increase their network and um, the people who can refer them business. That's first and foremost. But more importantly, to the bottom line, they can get more clients in and more of the ideal clients. Because as you get more inquiries about your services, you are able to pick and choose who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with. It's what you know we call our red velvet rope policy. But it it really does empower attorneys to be like, okay, I am really building this network. People are coming to me more and more, and I'm able to really pick the cases and the matters that I want to work on, as opposed to the matters that I have to work on, just because I have to pay the bills and all that. Now, it starts out that way. But as you get more and more successful, you are able to pick and choose a lot better uh, to your clients. and. LinkedIn is one of the easiest ways when you have a brand to do it correctly.
0: Got it. Great. That's really wonderful to hear. Um, and tell us a little bit, a little bit about LinkedIn for lawyers. I know there's several different ways that you can engage with potential clients, and they can get benefits from using, you know, the LinkedIn for Lawyers program.
1: Yeah. So I mean, there there are different services that we offer for LinkedIn for lawyers. We offer. Um, you know, optimizing their profile, something as very simple as that to, um, we have online courses, um, that walks them through step by step. So it's, it's a DI or yeah, DIY, um, sort of thing. So they can go at their pace and they can consume the information. It's got lots of worksheets and lots of, um, um, examples of what to do, what not to do. And then the other one is we have LinkedIn coaching. So it's a personalized, customized, specifically for people. Um, and then the last one is if somebody just doesn't have any time at all. They're like, I, I love all this stuff. I love what you guys are doing. But I want you to do it for us. Um, we actually have a service where we will run their LinkedIn for them. We will do uh, connecting for them, engaging for them, and posting for them um, You know, on a monthly by month basis.
0: Awesome. And Gary, if someone's interested in those services, what's the best way for them to get the process started?
1: I mean, there's, there, I would say, is uh, three different ones. One is to connect with us on LinkedIn. Um, the other one is to go to our website, which is linkedinforlawyers.net. Um, and then the other one is just to uh, send an email. Um, and my email address is J at j2marketingconsultants.com.
0: Okay, we'll make sure we put all that stuff in the show notes, but the key point is if you go to LinkedIn, LinkedIn net, not .com, but .net, um, Gary, there's some free stuff that they could use to get started, right?
1: Yes, there is. There, there's a uh, free start of a course um, to get the taste, per se, to see, hey, would this be um, right for us? The other thing is with all of our courses, we do offer a uh, guarantee. If you are completely satisfied, you get your full money back. So, you know, we want to try and take away any barriers of entry uh, to anybody who wants to learn how to get more business in uh, for their firm through LinkedIn. So, Just make it easy. And and, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And full disclosure to all of you attorney entrepreneurs that are listening, Gary and I are partnering on this. So I'm working with Gary. We've kind of combined his deep LinkedIn expertise with mine. And uh, we're both very excited to be offering this. It's purpose-built. It's for lawyers only. And um, we think it will really make a difference for associates and partners who are just simply too busy for business development. Gary, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, as always. And the second, second time
1: here. Second time here. That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, that's Gary Johnson with LinkedIn for Lawyers. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you, so connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Alej Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.